Hello, hello, one and all. Welcome to the preview podcast of the Bad Coyote Funky Podcast. This week, issue number 57, we're talking about the Independence Day Resurgence, the part two of the 1996 classic blockbuster movie, Independence Day. Get this off one... my plane. Sorry, wrong one. <laughs> wrong movie. Wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> this one, not starring Will Smith. But uh, nope. we'll 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 see how it goes as it's uh, like summertime. It's a blockbuster fic. But uh, for today's episode of the preview podcast, uh, we're going to talk about summer blockbuster movies. We love them. We look forward to them. And every summer, there's always uh, a few standout ones, a few stinkers. But uh, yeah, so far this this summer has been all right. We, we did a preview of. I mean, uh, we did a podcast of the X Men Apocalypse. Go check that out. Was it good? Was it bad? Oh, We'll let, we'll let you know. See what we had to say on the full panel. We also did one on the Warcraft movie, the movie that uh, is based on a video game, and it's got some mixed reviews from critics, uh, mostly negative, but from people liked it. But was it good or bad? You know, listen to our podcast panel. Um, back on that, we also have other podcasts that are for everyone. We've got comics, we've got TV shows, we've got movies. There's a podcast for everyone on the Bad Cody Funky podcast on badcodyfunky.com. And uh, on iTunes and on SoundCloud. So, mm-hmm. summer blockbuster movies. Uh, what, what, what are some someone's great that you remember, like you were really looking forward to, and you were actually satisfied seeing? So, what's interesting about like summer blockbusters as well is they oftentimes get a pass where other movies don't in terms of quality. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, like you watch a movie like. The X-Men movies, for example. And, <laughs> you know, they're mostly fairly good. Um, but you overlook a lot of the cheesiness, right? Because like, oh, it's a summer movie. Oh, you know, who who cares? It's That's what it's supposed to be. It's the genre. When it's not a actual genre of, of movies. It's- yeah. Why, why, why do we give it that pass? Because uh, out of any other, you know, to time of the year, you're right. Summer blockbuster movies are ones we do give it pass. And uh, a pass. And like, a lot of them are just like, oh, big, explodey popcorn shoving in your mouth movies. And we're like, yeah, all right. Wasn't that great? But we did it. We all went and, see- and saw it. <laughs> it's just like a weird ritual that we all go into we all just agree just to go do yeah i mean like when you think of some or when i think of summer blockbuster i think of michael bay first and foremost like he is the definitive popcorn blockbuster summer movie director even though he's directed a lot of other things that are less blockbustery uh and you don't really think about like steven spielberg for example who directed jurassic park <laughs> which is like the <laughs> definitive like one of the best summer blockbuster movies you could ask for hell yeah yeah i mean like for me when you when you mention that the whole time frame of movies coming out for me it's jurassic park to go back to your question Absolutely. it has dinosaurs it has a dude getting eaten off the toilet it's got jeff goldblum <laughs> It's got uh, Newman from Wayne Knight from Seinfeld getting like terrorized and being just an overall fat piece of shit. It's it's <laughs> Newman. It's it's great. It's 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 funny. It's suspenseful. It's got Samuel Jackson. It it has everything. And for me, a lot of it too is a nostalgia. You know, you think about these movies. So when I think about even Independence Day 1, Jurassic Park, I think about being a young child, my parents taking my brother and I to it, or my grandparents taking us to see this movie, and the reactions that we both had in the movie. So my one of my, my younger brother, he is 
at that time, at that age, he didn't really like scary movies. So he was always the first one to like leave with, you know, my mom or my dad or whatever and, and get taken out. But my grandfather. Really? Do, yeah, oh, yeah. They would always be like, oh, the dinosaur. And then, you know, they take him out and they'd be fine. They'd come back <laughs> after the noise has happened. Um, stuff like that. And my grandfather didn't do that. He's just like, nope, we paid for this ticket. We're going to sit here and watch this movie. So that I, he took us to see Independence Day, went through the whole thing, and I thought my brother was going to be like scarred for life against like aliens or Will Smith. Like it was, it's pretty pretty interesting, pretty entertaining, and that kind of reaction still kind of happens. Although he stays through the whole movie now because he's you know like twenty seven years later or however long it's been, it's been a while. Um, but like the reactions you have from these movies are timeless and i think that's what you remember more so than the movie itself well, absolutely like, everyone remembers that moment which i joked about it earlier but everyone remembers how they felt when harrison ford said get off my plane and punched the dude off of air force one as he was president of the united states it's those moments that make summer blockbusters incredible at least to me yeah, I, I agree too. It it is really like the the experience going going with your family or going with your friends and seeing some stupid movie. Like yeah. I remember seeing uh, Anaconda like back oh in the day, yeah, with Jennifer Lopez and Ice Cube and oh god, like I just remember like uh, going with with my family and it was just like like a stupid thing for us to watch because we we knew it wasn't going to be good, but we all love watching movies and uh, you know going to see something like that. We're like, all right. Let's let's just go have some fun. You know, we got popcorn. We sat down, and then the ridiculousness ensued. If none of you have ever seen Anaconda, have never heard of it, it's about uh, an anaconda in in the jungle that's been killing people, and it's kind of like 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 a thriller movie. It's got uh, John Voight, Ice Cube, Jennifer Lopez, and oh man, it it, it didn't it didn't take itself seriously, but it kind of did at the same time. It was such a bad movie, yeah. but uh, yeah. But then you have like really good. Summer movies like uh, Mad Max, yeah, Fury Road. Oh yeah. my God, movie was amazing, and uh, uh, E.T. That that was also a summer movie as well. Oh, yeah. As was yeah. Alien. As was Alien. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Uh, you get the Pixar movies like Up and Finding Nemo. Yeah, just oh man, like I remember going to see um, the first uh, Star Trek um, in in in, in two thousand nine the the J J Abrams one of uh, yep. the new series, not like the first first one. And uh, yeah, I mean the previews looked really good, and no one knew what to expect. And uh, I was a huge fan. Oh, still am a huge fan of of Star Trek and Star Wars. Um, like my grandmother got me into into Star Trek, and I started off with uh, Generation, and it was just so cool to watch. And I was figuring, okay, well, how are they going to reboot this thing, and is it going to be any good? But I remember going going to the theater and thinking, all right, this just can strap myself in. It's going to be fun, and it was good. And I remember the experience of seeing it more than the movie itself. And, and even the movie was good, but yeah, the experience of just being there and having so much fun. And, you know, laughing and in awe of this new thing, just like uh, the first Iron Man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know. Oh, man. Yeah. It's it's yeah. funny. I never got into Star Trek as a kid, which is yeah. interesting because my mom, when she was a kid, was really into Star Trek. Um, and like her and like like her friends would like, you know, her friends would pine over um, Captain Kirk and <laughs> be like, oh, that was their crush. Good old William Shatner. Oh, my but, God, Shatner. My God. But my mom's crush, which I think is fucking hilarious was sulu really yeah. your mom's crush was sulu was Sulu, and i was like mom oh you might have been barking up the wrong tree on that one <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh sulu. my that's amazing but <laughs> sulu that's great oh man i mean it, it's, it's almost back to your iron man uh comment it almost seems like marvel's taken over the summer blockbuster even though some of them don't come out in the summer 
Yeah, and it's so funny that uh, there's so many movies being made now. They've laid out the whole plan. It seems like like every summer we can look forward to, even though, even if some of them don't come out this summer, we can look forward to every year having them, and they they start dominating them. And it, oh god, and it, yeah. And now, like Marvel movies have become uh, the MCU has become synonymous with summer, and it's such such a cool and interesting twist. You know, yeah. especially to see how far we come with with comic movies. I mean, you know, like uh, video game movies and comic movies. We're like, oh, you know, whatever back in the day yeah, for nerds and stuff. Who, who the hell cares? And then we started getting these really good movies. It's like, oh, wow. Mm. I remember when the first uh, Spider-Man came out and people were like, oh, wow, they're making Spider-Man? Spider-Man with today's yeah. technology? It's going to be crazy. I remember yeah. going to to the theater and all, I remember seeing seeing um, the, the, the movie trailer and uh, the original movie trailer had the World Trade Center. Do you remember that one? Oh, yeah. Yeah, with yeah, the yeah, helicopter. Yeah. The helicopter and everything. Yeah. yeah, and they had to cut that out because of reasons. Yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, it was crazy just being in that theater with my family and just seeing... Um, the whole story unfold and the whimsical nature of it all, and then and then you know when you finally see him in in full CG, it was crazy. I was like, holy crap, these these comic movies. And, uh, and my, my parents too, you know, like they they used to read comics back in the day, especially uh, my dad and his brothers and stuff. And you know, for him to see it, like on the screen like that, it was like a surreal thing. He's like, holy crap, look at this thing with today's technology. You would never imagine seeing that whatsoever, you know. And uh, yeah. That's, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. I remember when the first Spider-Man movie came out. I I was a junior in high school, mm-hmm. and I literally drew Spider-Man for months after I saw that movie, and even nice. a little bit before, just because like the way he moved through the city, you had never seen anything like that before. It was like he was actually real. You can you could touch him, <laughs> and it was just. Like yeah, you, know, you had seen like the X Men at that point. You had seen other like Blade. You had seen other comic book heroes show up, but the the movement was like a, my frame of reference for the way he moved was the nineties um, Spider Man cartoon. Yeah, which was awesome, but his Amazing. movements were very stiff when he was web slinging. Mm-hmm. Like they tried to base it too much on reality for a lot of the, a lot of it versus. Uh, what they did with um, the movie and later in other animated like spectacular Spider-Man, Ultimate Spider-Man, they made it seem like a lot more fun. Like, you know, when he's web slinging, it's not to get somewhere. It's not utilitarian. It's enjoyment. He likes traveling this way. So he does. And he does. He shows it by, you know, like feeling exhilarated, like doing his like wahoos, doing flips for no reason when he didn't need to, like things like that, like going really low to the ground and then going all the way back up. It's 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 like you were Spider-Man at that point. I, I, I love Snake too, especially the point where yeah, where he gets really low to the ground and pulls himself up yeah. and the way he swings and flips. It's like that's so freaking cool. And I think even uh uh Stan Lee said they did a really good job too, because he never figured he would see like, you know, Spider Man like that ever. Oh god. Especially yeah. in the big screen and like it must be like so surreal too for him for him especially to see it like that. But uh, yeah, well, to be like, in those movies too, to be like oh, interacting oh, yeah. with these characters that he created or helped create, that's the like, dream right there. Like, that's mind blowing. Like, yeah, you created this character and he's in front of you, fully realized. It's like holy crap. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. And it had an awesome <laughs> theme song too. It had an awesome pop song. Remember that for Spider Man one? With, oh god, uh, Is it the... Uh, the guy from Saliva and the guy from Nickelback. Oh God! Was it um, uh, no, wasn't wasn't there a, a dashboard confessional one? Uh, that was for the second movie. That was for the second one. Yeah, uh, the, what, what the, was the first was, one? Um, oh, I'll, 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 I'll find it. I'll send you a link later. You'd be like, Wait, was it the hero is... one? I see it. Yeah, hero, save us! Oh God! 
And they're watching us. Watching us. Watching us. God. As we all fly away. God, I hate those guys, but their songs are so much fun to sing because they're so goddamn bad. They're so bad. But it's so much. Fun. I was actually. Uh, I think we're like. Uh, I was singing that the other day with some guys uh, p- p- playing Overwatch on, oh uh, on Twitch, just because uh, I don't know. Somebody said like hero, and I guess it sparked that in in someone. And they said, it, "Hero, shave us." <laughs> and we all started singing it. We all started hitting each other afterwards. And I was like, "All right, all right, boys, we need to take a break and wash ourselves." <laughs> yeah, yeah, we need we need to stop right now. Yeah, everyone's like, "Yeah, I agree. Let's let's just take five. Everybody, wash yourselves <laughs> from all that." <laughs> Chad Kroger's getting a cut of the money right now. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> god, oh man, this is the Bad Cody Funky Podcast. <laughs> god, fuck. we we ed- we start talking about some movies. We end talking about Nickelback, and that's that's the magic of it all. That's the real. <laughs> that's why you're here, really. Let, let's not be. Let's not delude ourselves. Yeah, we, we we go we go off the rails, and you love it. That's that's why you listen to us. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> oh man, and there's also like uh, the hits in the summer that no one ever uh, expects, and people start liking. You know, a, a movie like Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh sure, yeah. You know, like myself included. Like I, I like uh, I personally didn't know the story. You know the story, and uh, some people I knew also knew the story. A lot of people I know didn't know the story. Like with well, Guardians of the Galaxy, who who are, who are these ragtag team of miscreants? Okay, there's like a raccoon dude. Uh, cr- 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 Chris Pratt lost a lot of weight for it. Okay, uh, what is it about? And then when people went to go see, it was just a fun adventure. I, I kind of like it better than the adventures. Oh, yeah, that is um, Guardians of the Galaxy and actually Ant-Man are my two favorite Marvel movies Oh, right now. Ant-Man was so good. Hands down. And that's, that's because they're so, they're not superhero movies, right? Like Guardians of the Galaxy is like a almost like a space opera kind of kind of thing. Like you you travel to these distant lands, none of it familiar except for Chris Pratt, which is how you're grounded <laughs> in, into this reality. Like you follow it through him. Um, it's got humor, it's got action, it's got suspense. Again, it's it's even got some like feels in there too, which is great. And uh, same Ant Man in and of itself, too, isn't a superhero movie, which I talk to a lot of people about, and I, I, mean, I often say this. It's a it's a heist movie. Oh, it's yeah. a movie about stealing things. It's like Ocean's Eleven. It's closer to Ocean's Eleven, I would say, than it is to Iron Man. Absolutely. Um, so it's it's I like seeing these superhero genre movies expand out to be more than just taking down the bad guy, you know, being the the certified hero with like, you know, a jaw of steel and going to protect <laughs> all who have been wronged in, in their lives. And then in the end, you fight a wave upon wave upon wave of nameless and faceless enemies all exactly. to be killed and, uh, and you know, thrown out for. You know, in the in the, in the battle of oh God, it's just I, I guess I can't even, can't even think because there's so many movies that are like that. They these these, so yeah. these superhero movies. So it was good to see that Ant Man didn't go down that route. You know, right. Age of Ultron, Avengers, and yeah. you know, even, even Guardians of the Galaxy did that too. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. You have all the, all these henchmen in, uh, you know, these faceless and nameless things. And, you know, just to add on to the big blockbuster moment. Ha! Hollywood, look at all the stuff on screen. Yeah! Extravaganza. And then they all it all gets dealt with in the matter of, uh, you know, a couple minutes. And oh, sure, yeah. Yeah, then you're back to the end of the law. But, uh, yeah, Ant-Man was, was, was uh, unexpected. A lot of people... Didn't expect it to be that good. I remember, like, I took it took a buddy of mine to the theater, and he was like, "No, nah, I don't want to go." I'm like, dude, like, it looks good. Let's try. We were we were out in New York, and uh, we were, we were looking at stuff, and we were, we were having fun. And I was like, "Oh, let's 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 go. You know, let's let's, let's take a break. It's, it's hot. Let's let's go do that because we have to meet up with some people later on." He's like, "All right, that'll kill some time." And uh, he he ended up loving it. He was like, "Dude, that was hilarious. It was so funny, and it was so well made." 
Oh yeah. yeah. And and that seems to be like a staple almost of not just not Marvel movies, but moving back towards um summer blockbusters. It has to be has to have a budget, right? Like there aren't any summer blockbuster movies that I can think of that have a low budget kind of thing going on. Like if you, even if you go back later, like Face Off, Speed, um, even like a little bit, you know, War Games, uh, Minority <laughs> Report, they all had some crazy action and definitely had to go through a lot of money to do so. Um, and that's that's always I've always found that interesting. The vast majority of these summer blockbusters, I think there's a couple exceptions that I can't really think off the top of my head. They they cost a lot of money. They make a lot of money, and that's just it. That's just like the Hollywood formula. Yeah. Um, and it's just kind of like, you know, too bad for indies. You know, if you want to make an indie summer blockbuster, that's almost like an oxymoron. Yeah, it's like you're you're, you're out of luck there, you know. Yeah. Like it's it's just not going to happen. I mean, the, the summer is just like saturated with all these huge big studios coming out with stuff. Yeah. I wonder why the summer, though. You know what I mean? I, I guess it's because, like, uh, you know, like kids are out of school, so you get that that uh, disposable income money. You get uh, people who were trying to have a good time, even even though they're working. So, oh, let's all you know, like having you know some escape and could go to a fun movie. You know, even if you can't go to Aruba or something, you can go to the movie theater and escape that way. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I I guess it maybe it's more of like an antiquated thing, hmm. where like now you I mean you you can watch a movie whenever the hell you want. You know, it doesn't matter when it releases or what time or even the format in which it's released. But the magic of going to the movie. Right. And that's summer. That's yeah. certainly valid, too. But it's not just the summer, though. Like, you know, the winter, like Christmas time, people have that off. And, yeah, you want to spend it with your family. But there's a lot of family traditions that involve going to the movies. Um, I have a buddy of mine. Actually, I haven't talked to him in a while. I should hit him up. But he does every Christmas. He goes, or I think it's Christmas Eve or something. He goes with his dad and his brother to go to uh, just a movie. And they don't care what movie it is. They don't care if they've seen it already or not. They just have to go on that particular day. And they always get the same things, the same candies with the same popcorn and soda and everything. (laughs) And it's just like what they do every year, which is awesome. But again, I mean, I guess you're right. Yeah, winter, uh, summertime is when most people have it off. Kids are out, stuff like that. It's just very interesting that, that that staple has still carried on. Yeah, and the wintertime has has great movies too. I mean, we get sure. uh, Star Wars. We we've gotten uh, you know some other other classic movies, and and it's it's pretty cool to see um, all the all these things come out towards the end of the year because you know you have the feel good time of the holiday season. So you know you release you know there are some movies released that are aren't that great coming out this Christmas, but you got some huge blockbuster movies as well. So yeah, yeah. I mean, like I, I always wondered why you know uh, they they chose a uh, Christmas time for Star Wars instead of the summer because they could have mm. been like a summer movie staple. It was interesting. I don't I don't think I've ever like read any explanation on that. I guess they felt you know oh uh, you know Star Wars is a feel good movie for the whole family and the holiday season is a good time you know to to feel good. So let's let's put it out there to maximize you know the uh, the release. But uh, yeah, sure. I, I mean, I yeah, put, Star Wars is the classic tale of a of a son killing his father. <laughs> the time honor tradition <laughs> the story that everybody knows and <laughs> oh man it's, it's uh, so crazy but, yeah uh, i mean yeah. and dr strange is coming out in the winter old november the winter-ish time too is it oh it is november isn't yeah it? yeah when, the, when those marvel movies first came out they were both in the summer the beginning of the summer then the end they how do you think separated. that movie's gonna do oh uh, dr strange yeah 
Oh, I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to do really well. You think so? Because because I, yeah. I figure I figure a lot of people are like okay, we know that the Benedict Cumberbatch name. Uh, I know the story of Doctor Strange, but you figure the average muggle is like, all right, Benedict Cumberbatch is in here. You know, he's he's a good actor. But at the same time, what is all this Doctor Strange stuff? Like, how fantastical is this? Because um, uh, I I, uh, I I had the trailer on for 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 a friend's uh, wife where we had a barbecue, and she's like, oh, like what well, what's what's the movie look like? Blah 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 blah. And then I play the, the trailer for her on my phone, and she goes, oh, so what 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 <laughs> she's like what yeah. is all of that and i was like what it looks interesting right she was like oh i i don't know like what like what was all of that and i was like it's too to much for her out. mind to comprehend yeah it was it was a bit too much she was like why did everything turn into like a kaleidoscope and i was like oh you know it's like magic a fantastical world you know there's all this and that and she's like what is she did know. she watch harry potter is she a harry potter person yeah i actually okay. like harry potter yeah okay because that, that's what i was gonna say i think it's gonna do pretty well because even though uh, Fantastical Beasts is coming out, there has been a distinct lack of, lack of magic movies as of late with, you know, sorcerers and all that stuff. Um, I think it's going to grab that group. It's going to grab. There's a lot of people who love Benedict Cumberbatch for no reason. <laughs> what? He's, he's been in. No, no. Like, like, like he has like I have a reason to like him. But mm-hmm. there are a group of people who have not seen anything he's really been in except for like. What was that movie? That World War movie? Can't it's escaping me right now. Oh, uh, um, where, where he was uh, touring and yeah, he built a machine. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, something games. Uh, like someone's someone listening is yelling. It's this. God damn it! It's just the name. It's this thing. I can't. I, I, I can't remember it either. And I saw that movie. and It was actually a good movie, but I can't oh, for the life of me uh, think of the name. I'm not stalling at all. No, I'm not stalling. Look it up on IMDb uh, for sure. It is something called the, the imitation, imitation game. Imitation game. Imitation ha! game. I got nailed there. it from nailed it from memory. Not didn't look it up not, at all. Didn't look it up at all. Never Great mind the movie. Clicks. If you haven't if you haven't seen it, it's uh it's it's crazy to find out like that's how like our first computers uh came about right through war. It's crazy but there are people yeah. who've seen him in that there's people who've seen him in like maybe black mass right yeah. um they don't know him from sherlock they don't really know him from a whole lot other than he kind of looks like alan rickman and <laughs> is can be creepy but he has this following similar to tom hiddleston where it's just like people just like well, them I think Tom Hiddleston was different because like a lot of people have seen Avengers and they just like him from that and they're like, oh hey, it's it's a Loki dude, he's good. But there are people who like don't care for the Avengers that like Tom, Tom Hiddleston. Are there certain? Well, I, I would say yeah, there's a market for everyone, so I guess I sure. have to believe that 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 exists. But it's well, I mean, weird like that's that that I mean, like my 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 girlfriend's one of those people. Oh really? Like she hasn't didn't seen anything. For, well, she's seen the Avengers, didn't really care mm-hmm. for it. Hasn't seen Thor two. Um. Uh, you know, it's uh, where he really shines as Loki, in my opinion, and just likes like there's a lot of Internet memes involving Benedict Cumberbatch or Tom Hiddleston that just gets this following behind him. And I think that's what brings people to the movies. It's almost genius. It's like Tom Hiddleston with kittens. And it's like, oh, my God, it's kittens. And he's, with them and he's in movies like that kind of thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that the name for Benedict Cumberbatch is going to bring people to Doctor Strange. I also think that the blatant ripoff of Inception, that imagery, because people be like, "What? Yeah, forever." So that's, that's, that's going to bring people in. Probably yeah. not the desired effect, as they'll be constantly comparing those two. Um, but that's going to happen. And I recently found out, and I should probably do an article for it, but they released um, the concept for what Doctor Strange would have looked like for Disney Infinity 
had they continued production. Oh, really? Yeah, it looks really cool. Is it like Benedict or? Uh, you know, as much as like Luke Skywalker looks like Mark Hamill. <laughs> gotcha. Like kind of, sort of, but not really. And like the Nerdist did a, a write-up of it and they were like, look, it looks exactly like Benedict Cumberbatch. And I was like, yeah, not not really. Yeah, they're they're looking through that through uh you know some yeah. some, some 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 frosted lens. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it look, looks great. Don't get me wrong. Consistent art style with all the other figures. Um, you know, the costume looks great. All of that, but it's just it, it, like kind of looks like him if you squint and you know you bang your head against the wall a couple times. Um, Rich McAdams is going to be in it too. Who always brings out a certain crowd, and uh, Tilda Swinton. And Mads uh, Mickelson too, who for those of you who don't know, was in the Hannibal TV show, hmm. and he's actually a really good actor. I only watched like half of the first season of that show, and I kind of wish I kept up on it because he did do a great job. So um, yeah, I think he's got a good cast. Benedict Wong will be in it, everyone's favorite character from from The Martian. Yeah. So I I think it's gonna do good. What do you, what do you think? Yeah, I think it's just going to do all right. Like, I I can't wait for it because I do like the story of Doctor Strange. I love like fantastical and like sure. you know like fantasy worlds, science worlds, and you know like, I love like sci-fi and fantasy. Those are my favorite genres. Like, if a movie comes out that has sci-fi and fantasy and and stuff like that, I'm just like, yes, let's do it. You know? Yeah, yeah. So I think I think it'll do it'll do uh, pretty well. Uh, is there anything else, else that's coming? Oh, yeah. Um, Suicide Squad is coming out as well. I keep forgetting because we've seen so many adverts for it, and it's still in August, still still far away. My God, just release it already. I mean, they, they keep uh, bringing up movie posters and stuff, and I, I'm just I'm just hoping it doesn't suck. I'm like, please don't suck. Please it, don't it suck. Can't. It can't. It would, like, with all the reshoots they're doing, too, like, they, they know what parts suck, and they're fixing it right now. Yeah, especially they have the the fortune of having all these other movies have c- come out already. You got Batman, yep. Fappy Soups, and Deadpool, and it's like, all right, let's look and see what we have. Having seen those, I hope that's what they did. They're like, all right, let we saw those. Let's look back at our movie. Okay, let's change a few things. Yeah, I really exactly. hope. I really hope that's what went on because uh, I'm pretty sure some of these other movies are looking like, yeah, let's not bomb like some of those. And ooh, let's take some of the good parts of these and uh, make a really good movie. So. Yeah, I, I mean, if this fails, that's it for DC, I think. Oh man, and it sucks too because, like, uh, I like I like DC more than than I do Marvel. I like I like the stories, the the characters. I like I like the grittiness of them. I, I just it, it just speaks to me more than, than than Marvel ever did. So it sucks that like uh, the MCU is amazing and DC is just whoever is in charge just needs to step down and, and step to the side and let somebody else take the reign or. I, I don't know. I don't know what 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 they can do. I mean, like, what what do you think is is going to save DC at this point? Um, in all honesty, and my my opinion's biased, but the only thing that can really save DC is concentrating on their B and C and D list characters and using their A list sporadically at best. Hmm. Everyone knows every single story arc that you can do with the A listers. It's been done. All you can do is rehash it and combine elements like Batman v Superman, right? That was a combination of Doomsday Storyline, Dark Knight Returns. It was a combination of a little bit. I mean, Man of Steel had some early Superman stories um, from, I want to say the early 2000s inspired as well. Yeah. Um, but it's it's not original. It's just an amalgamation of different things. Not a lot of people realize, and that's why I think Suicide Squad is going to be so good, the potential of the lower tier characters. 
And you could even get lower tier than what's going on in Suicide Squad. But I think that's a step in the right direction for their movies. They're characters that you can kind of fudge around with a little bit. Not too many people will be too upset, right? Like race swapping. Um, you could probably even gender swap a couple things if you really wanted to, as long as you were kept true to the character itself. Um, but, like, you know, if you do that with Batman, people get really pissed off. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. You know, if you had Will Smith you, you, you playing Batman, too, everyone yeah. would be pissed. <laughs> Will Smith is Batman. Oh, God. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine? He'd be just amazing like, beyond imagination, Greg. What are you talking he, about? He's, he's just like, <laughs> he's like hey, I girl. swear to God, that's the answer. And he's like, nah, man. Psh, like, nah, psh, swear to me. Nah, like I'm Batman. Psh, nah, girl. girl I'm like, <laughs> Well, like, like he's driving the Batmobile, like, like the criminals are chasing him, and says so some guy like, like drop, jumps on the Batmobile, like, hey, get, hey, get the hell off my ride! Get off my ride. <laughs> <laughs> and then they it's start like, like punching it, and they put like a small dent, and he goes, oh no, you didn't! Oh and, no, like, you did like, not just, <laughs> did not just did my ride. His Will Smith is just, no, you did not just hit my ride. <laughs> and the crowd would be like, oh, that's amazing, oh Will Smith, oh God. Oh man, so yeah, he, he, oh, man, like he's he's definitely gonna be Will Smith in Suicide Squad, but he looks yeah, like he oh, has yeah. a bit of a serious thing. Uh, the, the whole thing is really riding, I think, on on Jared Leto and how good he's gonna be as, as the Joker. I mean, how how like do you think? I mean, what, what, what do we think about it? Having I, seen, I, all I'm still, and, I'm more sold than ever that he's not the Joker; that he's like Jason Todd as the Joker. Really? Yeah. So there's been a lot of like, there's a lot of speculation when that picture first came out of him with all the tattoos, yeah. and there was like, yeah, like each one tells a story is what the early um, people, like the early adopters, were saying. And I was kind of reading into it because who doesn't love a good like conspiracy theory kind of, yeah. you know, reading too deep into things and getting disappointed when the movie actually comes out. And then not too long ago, um, the director had said that his tattoos do in fact actually tell the story of the Joker and Whoa. more about his past. And if you look at them, yeah, he's got the haha going on and all that stuff, but he's got like a, a, a like a feather tattoo on him of some kind mm. as in a bird. So it's just kind of like, <laughs> as, uh, in a, as in a robin? <laughs> as in a robin bird? <laughs> no. No. God I mean, so it. imagine, like, we already know that this is an alternate world, right? This is, they're not trying to adapt the classic stories that we know and love. So they're obviously going to do something different with the Under the Red Hood storyline than we know. And the thing about that is, like, I, I, I like that as a fan because it sounds interesting. But for people who are going in and thinking, okay, that's the Joker, like, how, like, like how well is that going to sit with the with with these other people who are just yeah. gonna be like, wait, that's not the Joker? Like, who, you know, uh, you know, let's 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 go by the everyday man. Like, who's this Jason Todd? Like, what, like, what, like, what is this crap? And then they have to read an article about, oh, this is who that is, and. Well, they're, they're also changing the Joker in DC Comics as well in the Rebirth uh, story arc. Which everyone should read because it's very interesting. And it also gets rid of the new 52, which I fucking hated. So I'm all for this rebirth thing. But what they're saying, essentially, at the end of new 52 Batman, Batman got like uh, this, uh, like simplifying. He got this chair that had the wisdom of all of the existence, everything in it. So Batman used this. um, So Batman used this power to ask it questions. First thing he asked, who killed my parents? Chair answers, Joe Chill. He goes, oh, yeah, I remember. I know that. Second question he asks is, what is the Joker's real name? 
Wow. We don't hear the answer, Mm -hmm. but Batman was super concerned and he was like, that's not possible. Like that, that can't be. We find out in DC, I think it's um, Batman number 52, issue number 52, that the chair actually said the Joker has three names. Three different people are the Joker. What? So Batman has been fighting the Joker for years, decades, probably. Or maybe a decade. I mean, call book timey wimey. And he's he actually fought never three different figured, It's actually been three different people. What? So it's been the Clown Prince of Crime, the Killing Joke, and then the more recent one that cuts off his own face and like sews it back on and all that shit. So it's been three different Jokers this whole time. So even in the comic books now, it's not the Joker. There's no, no such thing as the Joker. Hmm. It's all in it. And if you think about it too, the different representations, you have the Adam West Joker, right? Overly comical, not very dark, just very prankster-ish, just robs a couple banks and that's it. Doesn't really kill anyone, right? Then you have Mark Hamill's Joker from the animated series, who's dark, but still kind of lighthearted, kind of funny, stuff like that. Um, kills people for sure, but mostly kills people using his gags, the laughing gas, the exploding teeth, the... Uh, you know, that kind of crap. Then you have Heath Ledger's Joker, which is just dark and kills people for fun and doesn't care how he does it as long as he does it. And that Joker was more um, prevalent once that movie got popular and he had all of the the excitement and everything. And even, you know, Heath Ledger dying certainly attributed a lot of the, the popularity to that character, brought a lot of people in who wouldn't normally go oh, see absolutely. that Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So you yeah. have that aspect being incorporated in the latter Batman comics, which made him dark. Like he literally, like I said, he cut off his own face and like wore his own face as a mask. Crazy. <laughs> Fucking crazy. So who's to say that, you know, during the... Uh, death in the family in the DC movie universe. Who's to say that the Joker went to, you know, beat Jason Todd almost to death with a crowbar. Batman left him for dead or whatever. And he wakes up and he's just splintered. He's crazy. So pissed off at the world and pissed off that Batman left him for dead. He takes on the persona of the one who tried to kill him and goes after his former mentor. As a haunting reminder of his failure, that would be an amazing twist for in, in the Suicide Squad because that would that would set up like future movies, yeah. like future interests. Everyone would be like, "What? That's what's going on here, yeah. really?" And then definitely go see the next one. Do you know what it also does? Hmm. That DC loves dealing with their villains. It gives them a back door out in case nobody likes that interpretation of the character, like the Lex Luthor thing. Like Lex Luthor. That's not the Lex Luthor. That's a Lex Luthor. Or Alex Lex Luthor. Yeah, that was... there because oh, I just God. moved the A closer to that the was, Lex. That was such garbage. <laughs> that was such garbage what they did. Oh, man. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we've uh, run out of time here on the preview. Hope every guys enjoyed listening. We're coming at you every Thursday at 9.30 on uh, Twitch.tv, just Bad Cody Funky, or uh, on Z Facebook. We'll uh, follow us on Twitter, and we'll let you know. Listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Each and every Thursday, we have a new podcast for you. Make sure to check out BadCodyFunky.com for all the nerdy stuff you actually care about without all the garbagey fluff of the news. 
Um, until then, we will see you later. We'll see you another time. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, Facebook. Uh, also have Instagram, all this stuff and the things. Check us out. Love you guys a long time. Bye. Or never. <laughs>